podcast Future Technology Talk. And today, I'm very honored, I have Sander Zelstra as my guest, the Center of Excellence Lead SAP for Gemini Netherlands. Within this episode, the latest trends within SAP will be discussed. Hi, Sander. Hi, Joost. Uh, pleasure to be, uh, be here to, uh, today with you. I have a lot of questions on my uh, on my list, so uh, let's start. For my first question, uh, I would like to ask you: What's the latest feature of SAP that you value most? That, that's that's an interesting question. I don't think we should uh, talk about specific features or functions of SAP that bring the most value or that I value most. Uh, I think the, the the width and and depth of of SAP, so even across single enterprises. So when you ask. Which feature? I would say uh, uh, the feature I value most is that SAP in its depth and wide uh, uh, plays a very important uh, role for, for, for most of the customers of, uh, of SAP. That's my response to this question. If I have to pick one, because I, I, I've, I've <laughs> yes, listened to the podcast earlier, you always ask, okay, but please answer the question uh, on, on that feature. I think there's one solution I value, SAP Cloud Platform, now called the Business Technology Platform. Because I feel it's 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 really where with that feature, with that functionality, with that solution, a company will be able to to really integrate, connect, and and build the innovation using intelligent technologies, and and where they can find really the edge to differentiate and create value in their specific market, in their specific processes of that customer. In the end, you tackled uh, the question. That's good. But my follow-up question would be: What uh, was the last SAP topic that you presented for a client? couple of things come to to mind looking uh, at, at maybe not so much the presentations but the conversations i most frequently have with uh, uh, some of our customers so most of the conversations are on providing direction on on questions what to do and how to do it in relation with sap and they often turn well are around three th- themes i would say one is s for hana clearly something that has been put into the market uh, and, and a lot of questions still on why when how Second one, conversations around cloud, same why, when, and how. And third, linking to the to the most valued feature from my previous answer, I would say, is, is all about business technology platform. What is it and how can we use it best? And basically, that conversations are around these three topics. And personally, I, I favor the first one, the question on S4HANA, uh, because this is where you realize uh, that the why on S4HANA is not a, not a question of, uh, of, of features and functions, like I indicated earlier, but what it can do um, to, to really achieve the strategy of an enterprise and creating value. It, it really creates the business case and sets the priorities uh, and the direction for, well, implementing for not so much from a solution perspective, but from a value perspective. Nice thing of that conversation around S4 is that it automatically triggers the other uh, elements as, as well. So it, it, at some point in the conversation, it includes cloud and, and business technology platform. And it includes topics about how an implementation project would look like. A lot of conversations are around uh, uh, implementing not in a, in a waterfall way, but in an agile way or even in an agile with DevOps way. And how do we do that? And I like presenting well our cases where we show that DevOps is really well the way forward. It triggers topics on, on selective data transfer. So not choosing between a brownfield or greenfield, but somewhere in the middle. Find the sweet spot in an implementation of S4. So a lot of the stories and presentations are, are around that. More or less the story is, is that there's multiple ways to roam. Some are longer, some are, are are shorter, uh, each with its own challenges. 
and the presentations really I'm doing is really focusing on providing the guidance to make decisions a whole construct of things. Clear. And uh, talking about DevOps, why is the direction to move to DevOps so important? It is all related to fast turnaround time and times in, in, in delivering value. I don't think any company can take the time to spend like two or three years program with a promise to deliver value in, in three years. It's all about shorter uh, cycle, quicker delivery of, uh, of value and better alignment towards the business. And that's the second element of, of DevOps, really connected to what does the business need today? And we need to deliver it. Well, not in a year's time, but we already need to deliver it today as well. Driven by business value and, and quick turnaround. If I relate that to one of the booming industries at the moment, retail, how strong is SAP lately? in the field of retail? Yeah, I don't think it's lately. I think uh, SAP always had a strong position in retail. Uh, as we know, a lot of retailers, large retailers, and almost all of the large grocery retailers in Europe uh, use SAP. And that's a very good reason, of course, because SAP provides a whole stack of solutions, specifically retail. So it's beyond the standard functionality we know from ERP, but really specific solutions for the industry. And um, in the last few years, um, yeah, to be honest, I've heard a lot of uh, TLAs uh, uh, coming uh, by from, from SAP, three-letter abbreviations on solutions they specifically developed for retail. So you might have heard uh, BMR, retail promotion management, that is, CAR, the customer activity repository, FNR for forecasting and replenishment, even with solutions very specific for groceries like Fresh and Ultra Freshens, um, uh, UDF for the retail-specific unified demand forecasting. So all solutions SAP specifically has uh, developed uh, to fulfill the needs of the, the, the demanding industry of retail. And I think retail is one of the demand industries because well, consumers, you and me, and as we all know, we're well, we're we're, we're spoiled and we're very much demanding uh, retailers, and yeah, that translates in the capabilities that uh, that a retailer needs to fill, and they can really find solutions with SAP to fulfill that. Otherwise, the large retailers would not, not have chosen for for SAP as being at the heart of their uh, their IT landscape. You tackle the latest components of SAP Retail. If I listen to your answers, you also mentioned that sustainability aspects are important for retailers. What, what kind of sustainability features or let's say components does SAP offer at the moment? Well, I can talk about that for the, the, the best of this podcast, I would say. Uh, the elements which bring specifically important in, in retail is all about spoilage. Spoilage of uh, what I talked about, fresh and ultra fresh. You don't want to spoil. You need to have your forecasting in place, not having more stock than you will sell during the day. And make sure you don't pay uh, any bread in the store than that you expect to, uh, to sell. And you see solutions of SAP more and more focus on real-time information, predictability in order to do that best and efficient way. So that's in the store uh, where SAP provides solutions. If you look at a supply chain, definitely uh, the most efficient way is uh, is a full truck with the right products moving through the Netherlands from a distribution center in the most efficient way to the to the shops uh, to reduce the carbon footprint in in transport as well. That's where SAP well provides the insights with all the data available in SAP and and the solutions to well uh, do that as efficient from a carbon uh, footprint perspective as possible. There there are tens of uh, examples. Uh, where SAP either has predefined solutions or the means to create your uh, your own solutions. Like I indicated, one of the features I like is, is all about the business technology platform. And that's where, uh, well, you can leverage everything you have in the whole landscape uh, and, and with SAP to build your own cases to improve on your sustainability. 
and also bringing your company to the cloud also has some sustainable benefits because you can then use data centers instead of that you have your own data centers, which is also more cost efficient, but of course also more sustainable. Yeah. Very true, yeah. There's a lot of attention to the topic of SAP RISE. When you will be a client and you would like to see what the possibilities are of RISE, and, and they ask you the question, what, what brings RISE? What, what would you say to the client? It sounds a little bit like a trick question. So, because we, we, we know RISE is, is the answer of, of SAP to the, to the wish and the expectation to move to, uh, to the cloud. So, it's the wish of the customer, but uh, of course, the expectation of the, of the shareholders of software vendor like SAP as well. So, it's a bit of a mix on the benefits and push from uh, from the market and it is an important prerequisite for SAP to remain a, a dominant player in, in the larger ecosystems with, with hyperscalers on the one hand and best of breed SaaS solution uh, providers on the other. So there's a bit of a strategy behind it as well. So it's not all about the benefits only for the customer, but it's a, it's a push towards SAP to become uh, a cloud savvy uh, as well. But for the customers, it, it, it really, rise means the opportunity to get into the cloud with uh, ERP. And you already indicated an advantage on cloud data centers, which in this way come to customers. But for customers, it means as well with SAP RISE, it allows them to move into the cloud with their ERP application, not losing anything of the value and the power of, of the SAP ERP solution they earlier had on-premise and they were familiar with, but now bringing it as, as a managed service subscription-based. And as we know, as a result of subscription-based software, the flexibility there, the importance of well SAP and implementation partners to, to keep the customer satisfied in a life cycle where you are maintaining a subscription Subscription. It is all about making sure to continue to grow the value and, and to provide the value to the customer. So in the end, bottom line, customer benefit from RISE in a total value for money, I would say. Getting more value, getting the flexibility they uh, they need and want, the ability to consume different elements to fulfill their need at that moment. That's all value uh, for uh, for a customer. Hopefully, uh, some of the clients are listening and they have a better picture now. Thanks. Yeah, and they can always give you a call, of course. I'm happy to, to tell my story. I'm sure they will do. Went into the topic of sustainability, and uh, when you look at the biggest challenge clients can have with becoming more sustainable with SAP, what kind of challenge uh, you could think of? It's it's a difficult question, I say, because n- normally I don't look at what the challenges are to become sustainable uh, with SAP, but actually uh, the opportunity that SAP provides to becoming sustainable. It's it's all about having the well, the open mind uh, uh, on on what you can achieve with uh, what you have with uh, and your ERP. And we uh, underestimate that a lot of the sustainability uh, elements are driven by having insights in, in what you're doing as a company. starts with, with having the, that insights. ERP and SAP is, of course, at, at the core of uh, those insights. It contains all the information from a value chain from customer uh, to producing, transporting, etc. So you have all the means and all the information available, which you can use to determine yeah, how sustainable uh, am I as a, as, as a company. And then it's it's all about how do I use it to be more sustainable. And that's where one of the challenges, of course, come. Uh, sustainability has, has, has different elements. Some things are being more more or less dictated by uh, by law that a company needs to 
comply with, but other things are you can look at from a, a value perspective. So bringing things at a lower cost and even more sustainable uh, is is possible. Uh, but sometimes it comes at a higher cost. And then it's all about, uh, does this, for instance, brand image on sustainability bring sufficient value to to still have a business case yeah. company? And I, think, I, I see a lot of companies uh, struggling with, on the one hand, the cost being sustainable. On the other hand, the, the, the value of being sustainable and bringing that in, in, into the right balance. Also, the green core is, is mentioned a lot in relation to SEP. Um, when people cannot position it in the right perspective, how should they position it? comes back to where I started with, with on, on the previous question about uh, the position that, uh, that SAP can take in the sustainability, starting insights, having the data available well, to make decisions on how sustainable uh, you are, to measure it and to start imp- improving it, but as well to see cost and value of uh, that sustainability. And that's where Green Core is playing an important uh, role. We as Capgemini use the, the terminology of the Green Core with, with S4 uh, for HANA to provide inspiration. It's, it's often about inspiration as well. Decided to build several well, use cases on sustainability. Just very concrete examples of what you could do with uh, S4 supporting uh, sustainability, just as an accelerator to start the thinking and, and to be creative to, at our customers. Do you still have one of the examples on top of your mind? I, I mentioned on the retail one, uh, it's like the one where we make the predictability on, on how much bread expect to sell in the next hour in the shop. Uh, we have a nice use case on, on that prevent spoilers in, uh, in, in the shop. Uh, and it really shows we take uh, demand triggers and, and predictability with, with machine learning into predicting how much bread we will sell in the next hour in the shop. A use case uh, every consumer can relate to because everybody recognizes happens in the shop. And it is one of the things where people start thinking, okay, but different technologies being combined, uh, for instance, the machine learning in in there, I see some of the devices connected because it can connect to how many people there are in the shop, all these things combined. And then you start thinking, hey, in my industry or for my process, these technologies in a different way can be applied to another use case. It appears to be very valuable to get the conversation and the thinking around sustainability cases and different customers going. And it's important, again, like you stated, that you can also see uh, what the cost benefits and what the sustainability benefit is uh, per use case, uh, which is yeah. always a combination which tend to come uh, hand in hand. True. Uh, what people also mention is that SAP is is the heart, the heartbeat of every organization. Why do people describe it like that? I don't know to, uh, to which people you're talking. So I, I, I could imagine that yeah, the heartbeat is, is all about being in, in, in the core of, of an organization. And maybe it's it's more classical from an uh, ERP, enterprise resource planning uh, perspective, that people are, are, are saying that a lot of things come together and, and the heartbeat makes sure that all the parts of the body can function, of course. And that's what SAP uh, actually does as, uh, as well, still from the strong uh, perspective of all the lines of business from a uh, order to cash uh, to a demand to, uh, to produce, finance to report, all those lines of businesses are connected thanks to the solutions of SAP and no longer in, in terms of a, a single ERP application, but more uh, in, a, in a hybrid uh, environment and a connected architecture than a single application and that comes back to my response on on your first uh, uh, question on on that position of uh, of sap uh, i think that's that's where sap has evolved from a single erp application to a well a hybrid connected application yeah with also btp connecting the dots with an important role of uh, my favorite feature uh, btp <laughs> yeah and i have one final question um if you will pick an industry where SAP will significantly grow the upcoming period, 
Which one would it be? I think there's uh, there's, there's potential in uh, in multiple uh, industries. I think uh, we mentioned retail, which is uh, is growing, uh, but I think in general in uh, in consumer product as well and in high tech, we see a lot of things going on in high tech, uh, uh, of course, and really the whole digital manufacturing intelligent industry are high growing areas and SAP well started to highly invest there in in in, in that domain as well so we can expect a high growth in that uh, that that domain where it uh, comes to manufacturing and, and and most specifically high tech industries uh, so that's 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 one pick the other pick and that's more looking at the potential of 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 the market and and that's one which is not traditionally the biggest uh, and strongest uh, uh, industry and that's the public industry. I do see that in the public industry, uh, SAP is being used, but very much in the, in, in the basement, all about financial transactions and, and, and that's it. But in the public market, the flexibility, the agility and the move to further standardization in applications is growing as well. And that's where there is potential for, well, uh, a supplier or a, a software vendor as, as SAP with multiple solutions, which can be applied in, in the processes of uh, of the public sector as well, to really start growing. And then you're 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 talking about a well substantial industry, of course. Public is one, yeah, very large uh, industry in a lot of countries. So there's a lot of potential there. Sounds interesting, and uh, perhaps something for uh, another episode. For now, do you have still something to add based on the question that I asked you? Oh, I would uh, would say uh, I think we covered most of uh, of the elements uh, which, well, in my day to day conversations i have with customers in the market and uh, and with our colleagues and with uh, our partners yeah we're addressed in uh, in this uh, this this podcast so i'm very much uh, looking forward to, to see how this uh, this lands and and how your next podcast uh, will uh, will look like yes because we we uh, we didn't tackle the agri food business also proud to announce that my next podcast guest will be nick huygens who is expertise in the agri food business so to the listeners listen in also next episode it will be published next month but um, yeah if you don't have anything to add sander it was really valuable to have you you answered the questions very truthfully and with the first question you uh, tried to avoid it a bit but in the end you also answered that one so uh, big thanks for having you as a guest and uh, we will talk in the future again in, uh, in another episode about public for example well pleasure uh, talking to you uh, Joost thanks for uh, inviting me and uh, uh, indeed uh, uh, I'm open and uh, uh, to uh, to a next invite so uh, wish you good luck with uh, with a with a future podcast and uh, we'll talk thanks Sander